Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Locked On Flames. The trade deadline has come and gone. Brad Tree Living has saved his reputation over the last month and took the Flames to a new level. It's time to settle in and watch as things fall into place for the postseason. Your Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone, and I'm your host, Jess Belmosto of the Metropolitan Riveters Public Relations Team. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online, where the game starts. How are you today? How did you spend your trade deadline day? Let me know down in the comments if you're watching on YouTube. Hope you're having a good day, and thank you so much for making Locked on Flames your first listen of the day. You can find us anywhere you get your podcasts, including Spotify, Apple, Audible, Odyssey, Stitcher, you name it, and of course, we're also free on YouTube. I figured today would be a very good day to examine the trade deadline in full. Uh, I want to work in reverse chronological order, reverse order. Uh, That way we can really focus on what happened today. What happened as the clock counted down to the final hours before the clock struck, what is it, 3 p.m. Eastern time? So, uh, at some point this afternoon, the Flames acquired fourth-line center Ryan Carpenter from the Chicago Blackhawks uh, for 2024 draft pick. I- I'm glad we could rescue uh, someone from that organization. Um, very happy, welcome, uh, great to have you here. 11 points through 59 games and isn't bad for a fourth-line centerman. Um, I think that's, you know, kind of about, like, what you expect. But, uh, you know, we talk about how important depth is on this show and why it's needed to carry you through a successful postseason. Now, that isn't saying all of your secondary or all of your scoring in the playoffs is going to be solely secondary scoring. Uh, just meaning that you need, you just need all the pieces to work <laughs> and one line cannot carry your team basically. But Carpenter is on the final deal, a final year of his deal. So we'll see right now. He's just a rental. So he has time to prove himself to Brad tree living and the rest of the Calgary flames organization to see if he sticks around uh, see if he gets offered a deal. But um, they also <laughs> uh, just kind of t- worked on another trade here. If you remember, last week they uh, last week or the week before, they traded Michael they traded for Michael McNevin, who is a goaltender. And everyone was like, what is this? Because they obviously don't need a goaltender. <laughs> and most People kind of figured it was for a future uh, trade package, which it was because um, they traded for future considerations. Uh, I don't really know what else to add here other than the fact that future considerations was being passed around like a cheese platter today. You know, they were traded a lot. I hope that they have finally gotten in contact with the real estate agent and figured it out. 
Ha ha ha. Sorry. That was really funny to me. <laughs> uh, Brad Richardson is no longer a Calgary flame. The LA Kings North <laughs> is no more. Uh, as Brad Richardson found himself placed on waivers on Sunday and he uh, was scooped up by Vancouver today. So thank you so much. We appreciate you. Um, you know, thanks for bringing your veteran presence to the team. And, you know, I think it's important to appreciate and, uh, you know, take the time to say thank you and be, you know, appreciative, especially for an older player. Just, just thank you. I'm sorry you were a healthy scratch a lot recently. But uh, and then we, we're turning the clock back a little bit more here. We're turning the pages. Uh, this was just last week. But Calais Yarncroc, uh was traded for a second-round pick in this upcoming draft, a third-round pick in the 2023 draft, and then a seventh-round pick in 2024. I, you know, I think that the Flames didn't overpay for Yarncroc. I think that he is definitely a player that's going to be useful to this team in any capacity. I think he brings a lot to the table in terms of who he is as a player. And if he can continue to, uh, you know, really take those shots from a defensive spot rather than crashing the net, which it doesn't appear that he does, he does do that. Um, I think that it's going to be a really successful time for him in Calgary. And it's a small sample size so far, you know, one point in two games, not, he's not doing, he's not doing a bad job, but you know, as he settles in and as the spring rolls on, you know, you, you can't complain there. And I think it's going to be a good pickup. I think that, um, the flames did a good job there. They were really smart and, Audie called it. He called it on here and on the Barn Burner show. So I'm not surprised. It's great to see. And then the most beautiful piece of it all is, of course, Tyler Toffoli. This was such a reassuring moment, <laughs> uh, for me anyways, when it came to the Flames uh trade deadline moves. Where did they see themselves? Obviously, they're sitting first in the Pacific, and uh, they're hanging pretty with Colorado in terms of uh, point percentage and whatnot. So, you know, like Brad Tree Living really had to acquire someone who is going to elevate this team. And that, that's exactly who Toffoli is, and that's exactly what he's done in the 17 games he's been here. Yes, it has been less than 20 games, and he has already amassed 15 points. I do not think it can get much better than that. I'm pretty sure he had a goal that was overturned or an assist on a goal that was overturned. So, assist on a goal? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, he should he should have, like, one more point. But, you know, we're not going to get picky. We're, we're just going to appreciate what we have with Toffoli. And I just – I. He got a little chippy on Friday night uh, against Buffalo. And I was like, I know that you don't really fight or, you know, you're not really an aggressive player. So I think for you to step up into that really means that something happened. 
that. And it had to have been pretty intense, too, because even Chris Tana have got involved. And I think, uh, you know, it's more than just guys looking out for their players. But, you know, we're just – there's no reason to be up in arms about um, – this trade deadline, like we should be celebrating. You should be sipping on your favorite beverage, whether it's apple juice, champagne, a beer. I have my water, but I actually have my athletic greens. Uh, our next partner has a product that I've been using for the last week. I started taking athletic greens because I have a bad stomach problem. I have a god-awful gut um, and I, I just, I work a lot. I, I work three jobs. I work an internship. I host this podcast and I, I work in a work retail. Like I'm, I'm spread pretty thin and I wanted to start fueling myself with something better. And that's exactly what athletic greens is with one delicious scoop of athletic greens. You're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. Those probiotics, let me tell you, I know it's a combination of things. Probiotics are, love them. And you start your day right with these things. It's a special blend of ingredients that supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All of those things. AG1 is something that's become like a daily habit for me. You know, I think it's important to be the best versions of ourselves. I lost my dad young. He didn't take care of himself. I want my children to have me for a while. So that's why I take my AG1s, you know. Uh, I bring it with me to work. I replace my coffee with it, you know. It's it's lifestyle friendly. Whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, you name it, it fits into your diet perfectly. It costs less than $3 a day, and you're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than, you know, what you get at the drive-thru. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com forward slash NHL Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com forward slash NHL network to take ownership over your health and, p- and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thank you so much for tuning into Locked on Flames. As always, I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, and please make sure to follow me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto. Tree Living is in his reputation era, okay? He saved his reputation, and you know why he did that and how he did it? Recency bias. That's it. It's that easy. Um, If you don't know what recency bias is, basically just means like people favor recent events over historical ones. So I'm going to remember this trade deadline versus the one he did year two of his general manager tenureship, you know, something like that. But tree living has has a reputation of missing out on big free agents, never finishing a trade. And we saw that with Jack Eichel. And this, as a public relations person, I love this because this is this is my specialty here. This is my 
how do we change the narrative cup of tea, okay? I love this stuff. But, you know, he didn't react to the Jack Eichel trade. Yes, Elias Lindholm is a fantastic 1C. But when you're 2C, you don't, is Michael Backlund and Jack Eichel's out there, that would ultimately bump Sean Monaghan out. If he traded for Jack Eichel. And what has been the problem this season? Sean Monaghan. And there was no reaction, you know. He couldn't get the deal done. And things were sinking. Things were burning. And you know what? He just said, it's fine. But instead, their captain, Mark Giordano, left in the expansion draft. And things just kind of got better. Um, (laughs) Missing out on Eichel really did seem like a big deal at the time. You know, you want a powerhouse to come in to your team, especially a team like this, and just take over and help drive you to the postseason. This team needed something. I don't want to say something to live for, but something to play for this year because last season stunk. It was like sweaty gym socks mixed with blue cheese. Bad. Just bad. And they needed something. They needed something to make them better. And they did that. Brad Tree Living had a, you know, a, a decent offseason um, signing those veteran players and, you know, working on things with the prospects. But then the the season rolls on and the Flames start performing at such a high level that it's impossible to ignore. And if that's, you know, you're the general manager, you're sitting up there and you're watching them, them play night after night after night, and you're finally seeing things click. You're seeing it all work. You have to do something. And the first thing he did was trade for Tyler Toffoli. Trading Tyler Toffoli was his first stop in his reputation era. He saw his team as true competitors. He knew that they weren't going to be good enough to go out and compete against Colorado, maybe Minnesota, um, LA, Edmonton. He knew who... He knew who could beat them. He knew how they could beat them. So he plugged a hole and said, Tyler Toffoli, you're here. You have a fantastic leadership ability. You can score. And you have true playoff experience. Welcome to the Calgary Flames. Here's Tyler Pitlick. Um, And... I'm forgetting his name, but he was the prospect that the Flames acquired in the Sam Bennett trade in a first-round pick. Thank you so much. Welcome home. And like I mentioned, 15 points in 17 games makes Brad Tree Living look like an absolute genius right now. And that's because he is. Right now, right now, right now. Let me just clarify that. Brad Tree Living is doing something to assist his team because they are finally playing at the level that everyone 
in Calgary has wanted them to be at. And it is so refreshing to see Brad Tree Living go out there and say, I want, I like, I know my definitive needs. I know what this team needs. This team's chemistry is so important. We cannot disrupt it. So we're bringing in players that fit the vibe. You know, you're not the Carolina Hurricanes who seem to have a really fun locker room and bringing in some guy who has a lot of baggage and a lot of things that are just not good. You know, you're bringing in players who, you know, are were known as the unofficial captain of the uh, Montreal Canadiens. Bringing in a guy that a lot of people, uh, I mean, he's Elias and Holmes' cousin, so obviously he's going to have like a better idea of who he is, but people really like Yarn Yarn Croc in um, Nashville and in Seattle. So like there's, you know, there's things there (laughs) that are likable and it's great to see. So it's just, it feels so different from last year and it feels like a bright light. Not that like we're still in like the negative tunnel by any means. I think we're well out of that, but it's like when you go through like a little short tunnel, but it's just long enough for it to get dark and you're like, oh, it's bright again. Like that, you know? And it's just, it's great to see. And I'm so happy that Brad Tree Living was able (laughs) to pull this off. He did that. And it's great to see. Coming up next, we are going to talk about being a buyer versus a seller and just the dramatic difference from last year. Bet Online AG has all your sports betting needs and your number one source for uh, podcasts, betting, sports news, and you can head on over to betonline.net today to check on the lay- latest player props, uh, live updates, score updates, you name it. Betonline.net has it. Built Bar is a delicious tasting protein bar that everyone needs in their uh, house. They taste like a candy bar, but they're good for you. (laughs) Uh, A lot of people like to put them in their protein shakes or uh, make them into, you know, just a great snack for their day. And you can head on over to built.com and get yourself in order for 15% off with promo code LOCKED15. Being a buyer versus being a seller. You know, let's just take a step back for a second. Turn your calendars back. Where were you when the Sam Bennett trade broke? I was hanging out at home because I had that day off. Hanging out, you know? And you'll remember it. You'll also probably remember the day that Sam Bennett, ready for the game, walks into the locker room and sees that, well, I'm a healthy scratch with no warning from former head coach Jeff Ward. And that's when the rumor really started to kick up, you know? Oh, is he is he unhappy? Why is he scratching Sam Bennett? Like such a likable guy who was still doing, you know, carrying his weight. Um, why is he randomly scratched out of nowhere? Um and then it came out that Sam Bennett wants a change of scenery. And that and the scratch just seemed to be the final nail in the coffin for him, you know? Uh 
they they were sellers last year at the deadline and i don't think it has anything to fully do with sam bennett i think the flames knew that they needed to get what they could for a guy while he still had some value and that uh meant you know moving him to the florida panthers for a prospect in a second round pick and they did that and then they traded david riddick for a third round pick because you don't let players walk in free agency if you can still get value for them. You either do a sign-and-trade or you just trade them. So the Flames were okay with letting parts of their team go to acquire assets that would ultimately be used as trade packages or used in trade packages to build their team up to a Stanley Cup contending level. You know, people knew at the time that the second-round pick would probably be used um, – to acquire someone at the deadline. And I don't think we all, like, I don't think really any of us thought that all pieces would be gone. Obviously, the third round pick with David Riddick was used to acquire Dan Vladar from Boston. But, you know, all those other pieces are gone. And being buyers this year (laughs) shows that they're willing to spend to get better. And it isn't like, they handed over just like one giant chunk of change and said, hey, we'll take this guy. No, they sp- they spread the wealth. They knew where they needed to add and they went after players that they could afford. But they didn't dumb down their needs for affordability. You know, it's not like they just went out there to grab the most, you know, affordable name. We're not going out there to buy a great value Tyler Toffoli or uh, Callie Yonkrock, you know. And I would argue that all of these are all of these additions, you know, Carpenter, Toffoli, and Yarncrock are important. But Toffoli and Yarncrock have the most weight to carry because that third line needs help. You need to play over Sean Monahan. And you have to carry that. And if, you know, Toffoli is going to be playing on the top line like where he's been for the for the last few games, he's got a lot of weight to carry too because now he's taking over Matthew Kachuk's role and that top line has been one of the best lines in hockey. So as we roll into spring and the playoffs continue, or playoffs roll around rather, we'll see. We will see if Brad Tree Living spent and got the best deal. Or will we be saying, hey, I wish I got someone else. But thank you all so much for tuning in to today's episode of Locked on Flames. As always, I'm Jess Belmosto, and I will catch you next time.